1: Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Wednesday, January 17th, and it is cold outside.
2: I will have to say, though, it is warm in this studio. It this is. This is the first time I can say in You've about seven days that I've yeah. actually been warm.
1: Yeah. So. It's been uh, <laughs> like a deep freeze for oh, several man. days now. And. Uh, you know, Sunday was one of those days. Yesterday for the Oasis Bible study was one of those days where mm-hmm. the weather is brutal. Yeah. And you try to figure out wh- what do you do in situations like that? And, you know, my, my philosophy on Times like this is we need to just be full of grace. You right. know, we made the decision on Sunday to cancel our eight o'clock service, right. to still have services at 9 20, 10 and to really promote both mm-hmm. in person and online. Mm-hmm. And you know, one person, love her dearly, let me know you need to just cancel everything if you really love your people, Aww. you know. And uh, again, I think with the online option, you really have. Opportunities to say, I think it's okay to go. Sure. I, I don't know. Yesterday, I wrestled so cold in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do this Oasis Bible study. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the people are older, went ahead with it and said, hey, if you're not comfortable, stay home. We've got the Wednesday night option mm-hmm. for the Bible study. You can miss a week and I'll get you the notes. 38 came out, you know, which it's about half, uh, maybe a little more than half. But I just, I always struggle with times like this.
2: Well, you know, I think back when I was a kid, Back in the 70s, Oh I know.
1: And yeah. we
2: went no matter what. I mean, yep. you bundled snow up and you went to school, right. A lot of snow. Right. And but so, I gotta tell you, being yeah.
1: out early yesterday morning, yeah. I was glad that the schools went to the e learning days because yeah. it was really brutal. Yeah. And you think about kids that are oh, gonna be sure. at a bus stop and sure. um but, but I guess again, just be full of grace, yeah. you know, with people. Yeah. I, I think we have become such a judgmental mm. society mm-hmm. in so many ways and um, I I just always think during times like this, I just wish that we would be full of grace. I have friends that canceled completely. I have friends that kept their regular schedule and... You know, you do the best. That's exactly to right. Hey, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about Sunday at Second Church, Celebrate Recovery Sunday. But before we do that, I want to talk about what took place on Monday at mm. St. James United Methodist yeah. Church. It was the annual MLK Day yeah. Unity Service. Uh, the march was canceled because right. the weather was just absolutely brutal. That was the right decision. But driving in, um, I've been battling. I guess it's the flu. Uh-huh. I don't know what I've had, yeah, but yeah. been really uh, struggling. And I just thought to myself, we're going to be lucky to have 50 people out in this weather. They're still below zero mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away. I think 175 to 200 people showed up. Mm. Incredible message. Mm-hmm. A Danville native, Catrice Kirk McKenzie, who was awarded the scholarship, the MLK Day Scholarship in 2000. Right. She came back. She had just an uplifting positive Positive message on First Peter four ten. This is basically you know whatever gift God's given you, mm-hmm. use it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And I mean the thing I heard her say probably twenty five times was use what you got.
2: Use what you got.
3: <laughs> and I think
1: that's a great message. <laughs> I do you know, too. Yeah. Uh, we honored Miss Mary Thompson. Mary Thompson for years was the driving force behind the MLK Day Committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she is now in assisted living mm-hmm. and she's not able to be with us regularly. Mm-hmm. But it was just so cool for me to see this this woman of faith Mm -hmm. who had given so much just being honored. I mean, Mm -hmm. multiple standing ovations. And I went up to her afterwards, and I I just said, Miss Mary, you know, you're just so loved. Mm -hmm. And she just said, I couldn't have done it without all of you. She was returning the praise back. So Mm -hmm. just a great day. I thought the mayor had a good word. Um, I I thought the pastor at St. James United Methodist Church, Reverend Don Jackson, he's new Mm -hmm. to St. James. I loved what he had to say. It was just an uplifting day Good. all the way around. Good. And we awarded a $4,000 scholarship to a young man in our community mm-hmm. that wants to go to college and get his law enforcement degree and come back and be a police officer wow. in Danville. Awesome. And then we also, we don't do this every year, but we also awarded a $1,000 grant to another student in our community that wants to go and, you know, go into the service industry, mm-hmm. serving others. Mm-hmm. So and just an uplifting have some day. Did you soup? I did not have some soup. I got to tell you, I felt so bad Aww. by 1.30. Yeah. I went home and took my, I took the nighttime medicine at 1.30 yeah. and I was out for the for the duration. But um,
2: You've had it pretty bad.
1: You know, it's weird because I usually am able to be the one that avoids the sickness. Yeah. Usually the people around me yeah. get it. But I know you were sick for a while yeah. as well. I mean, I think, I think a l-
2: half of Danville is. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's just going around. So. But I thought it was just yeah.
1: a, a great day. Good. And Good. it's a reminder. We have opportunities to give back. We have opportunities. To serve, mm-hmm. and uh, this is one way that we can bring our community together in memory of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You know, he died before you and I were born. I know it. And that's just hard to believe. Yes. I think uh, 56 years. Yeah. Well, thank
2: you for serving on that committee. I don't know how much work you do throughout the year, but it certainly pays off at, at the well, events like on Monday.
1: You know, it's great to gather. We do an event in the summer. It's called mm-hmm. Community Day, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to be back in Temple Square mm-hmm. in July. And we won't have to worry about the cold. We may have to worry about the heat <laughs> right. at that point.
2: The extremes but, of Illinois. But
1: um, that's one of the things I love about this community. I also want to talk about Celebrate Recovery Sunday. You know, I have really dropped the ball the last couple of years. We have not had a Celebrate Recovery Sunday, even though the Celebrate Recovery meets every mm-hmm. Tuesday evening, and we had this planned out. Terry Goodwin, mm-hmm. our CR minister, was going to preach, and we were going to have a panel. And um, man, the weather, the weather yep. just wouldn't cooperate. But I, I thought it was a fantastic day, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people were able to join. I had someone that's a Next Gen person mm-hmm. come up to me last night at Celebrate Recovery and say, "I never get to watch you, but I was on my couch, mm-hmm. and so I watched uh, Maine at nine twenty, and I watched Next Gen at ten forty five and I just learned so much about celebrate recovery good. and I good. wanted to come out tonight and check it out. Oh, so well, that's I thought that was good. really a, a great good. deal. Yeah it was definitely. a great day.
2: I mean I think I think it's such a good ministry that if you're not involved in it and you you know you're just you're attending church but that's not a ministry you're involved in. I think it's a great reminder to to be reminded that there are people out there who need that support and it's so vital and so important. Yeah. So, it, even it, though it was cold last night at Celebrate Recovery, there was a good, I, I good little it was a crowd there and people people need it. even and you know,
1: you really moved me. Um, I, I was... Just kinda of hanging out in the back, getting ready for one oh one, the newcomer class, and we were getting ready to sing that song Graves into Gardens, yeah. which is pretty new, I think, isn't yeah, it? A couple of years, a something few like years that. Old, I think. Yeah. And just kinda of your your perspective on, you know, right now there's nothing alive outside, you <laughs> it's know. It's hard
2: and cold and but, dead. <laughs> but that's
1: what that's what Jesus can do. That's right. You know, is he can take right. the dead and bring life. Right. And I'd I never really thought of and then I really listened to the song. I've I have a tendency that if they're new songs, maybe I don't lock in. Mm -hmm. Just intellectually Mm -hmm. Like maybe I should But that's really the message Of that song Mm -hmm. And is that a Crowder song Is that right? Or It doesn't matter But one one of the people I don't know Yeah One of uh, the people (laughs) Yeah really Really uh, I think it's Brandon
2: Lake I don't know Is it okay I I don't know I just really
1: appreciated That perspective That you know right now I think it's hard To have the courage To drive in the dark Yep to a Tuesday night, Wednesday night program. Right. It's cold, right. you know. Our building has struggled to keep up, especially right. in the commons right. area when right. it's zero or below. But right. just uh, to have that, you know, accountability, to have that community, right. well, and, I thought and, it was great. That
2: song also reminds me that God is in the business of seasons. Yeah. I mean, he obviously created the world to operate in seasons. And there are times in our life where we are in the cold, in the dark. Yeah. Things are difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he created us to survive that, right. and we're going to make it through it, Absolutely, and the, another season is going to come, yep. and so it was an encouragement to, for me to be reminded of that.
1: Today. Don't give up. Don't, Don't give up. Don't ever give up. That's right. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about this Sunday. Mm-hmm. This Sunday is the Sanctity of Human Life mm-hmm. Sunday, something that has been remembered, I, I guess you would say celebrated, um, throughout America mm-hmm. since 1984. Long time. Uh, I Reagan, was a freshman right? in high school in 1984. Yeah. You were as well. Yeah. So yeah, Ronald yeah. Reagan mm-hmm. instituted that. And I, I think it's lost some of the allure mm-hmm. since the Dobbs decision. Mm-hmm. Since Roe versus Wade was overturned and the the issue of, abortion was returned to the states, I don't hear as much chatter, Mm -hmm. I don't hear as much passion Mm -hmm. about the Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, but for the rest of the show, that's really what Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about. We're going to have some guests from the Women's Care Clinic with us at the bottom hour, but it is Wednesday, January 17. It's Greg and Steph. You're listening to Direct Line, and we'll be right back after this.
4: Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt Bee today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. This is Deanna from the Witzel Family McDonald's. Our family and staff enjoy being a part of your family's lives. From a stop at McDonald's on your way to work or planning a lunch with friends or co-workers, we understand you, you need, need quick, quick and, and
0: friendly friend- service with hot and fresh food. I'm Don Witzel. We strive to fill that need every day. Whether you're, you're on, on, your on your way, way home, home from
5: school
1: or work, the Witzel Family McDonald's are waiting to serve you an afternoon snack or family dinner. This is Rob Witzel,
5: along with my wife Haley. We're thrilled to now, now be serving, serving our, our
3: customers cup. in Covington, Indiana. As a member of the family, we're, we're proud, proud of the, of the team's, team's
5: commitment, commitment to all of our customers and communities of the Whitzel Family McDonald's in Covington, Danville, Georgetown, Hoopston and Oakwood. This is Jason Spencer along with my wife Katie. We invite you, you to stop, stop by, by your, your favorite, favorite
3: Whitzel Family McDonald's today. At McDonald's, we're a part of every community.
5: Now is a great time to join the Whitzel Family McDonald's team. Competitive compensation, flexible hours and locations across the area make McDonald's a smart choice. Apply today at mchire.com. That's M-C-H-I-R-E dot com. Joining the Whitzel family McDonald's team is only a click away.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Wednesday, January 17. And, you know, stuff back in 1984, our world was a different place. Mm-hmm. Abortion uh, had been legal in our country for a little more than 11 years. And then President Ronald Reagan made a declaration. Um, Originally, it was just called Sanctity of Life Sunday. And then they, for some reason, created Sanctity of Human Life Hmm. Sunday. And, you know, as long as I can remember going to church, um, I can remember that that's something that is at least mentioned in the services now, that I'm remem- a part I of. you don't remember that, that? As, yeah. as a teenager. Yeah, no. and it really was, it, it is um, aligned with the Roe versus Wade decision, which mm-hmm. came down on mm-hmm. January 22nd, 1973. Okay. For years, there was this fantastic March for Life mm-hmm. that would take place in Washington, Washington yeah. D.C. And I think it still is happening, but one of my burdens is that since June of 2022, mm-hmm. the the dynamic in Christian circles has really changed mm-hmm. because I think for some people, they thought we have fought our lifetime to overturn Roe versus Wade and Roe versus Wade Mm -hmm. has been overturned. And so we've won. And so the victory has been won. And yet one of the things that is unfolding that you've seen with legislative initiatives, state by state, is that really the pro-choice, pro-abortion perspective is winning Mm -hmm. a lot of the way. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, the perspective is, I want my abortion, Mm -hmm. you know, I want Mm -hmm. abortion to be legal. Mm -hmm. I think even within the church, Mm -hmm. even within um, the the, the Christian community, and I'll just tell you on a personal level, I really struggle with that. Mm -hmm. I'm really having Mm -hmm. a hard time with that. Mm -hmm. I really think that that is a mistake. That, that is the perspective mm-hmm. that's unfolding. That's why this Sunday in, in our venue, mm-hmm. we're going to, without apology, right. drive home this that's idea right. that every life matters, that the sanctity of human life matters. Absolutely. And so can you just give us a preview of what people can expect? I mean, it's going to be a great day. It's a power-packed service. There's a lot of moving parts that's going to take place. Well,
2: first of all, there's about 25 children that are going to be singing yeah. on the worship team. And I love when we involve children in our um in our services. I think one of the things that happens in churches, and I think it's happened in our church, is that we become very segregated. Yes. This age group goes to this room, and this yes. age group goes to this room, and um, very rarely are we do all together? we combine together. And yeah. so I love that we intentionally are saying we want children to be a part of our service. Yeah. And so they're going to be with us for the first um, three songs, and they're powerful, upbeat, wonderful songs. Yeah. Um, and then we have a panel... Well, you're going to preach, obviously. and shorter message than Uh, usual. Right, but you're passionate about this subject. Um, And then we're going to have a panel discussion, and I'm included in that, so I'm not like tooting my own horn, but I'm part of that. Monica Allen is part of that. Tracy and Lori Thomas, and you are as well. And really, we're going to hit the—it's not just the unborn baby that we value. Right. I mean, I have learned so much since joining hospice that our elderly— Face so many difficulties and challenges um, financially, emotionally, uh, physically, and that we (laughs) as a church should honor them and come alongside of them and help them. So we're going to talk about a little bit elderly and end-of-life issues. Um, We're going to talk about adoption and fostering and how that's a a life-affirming choice. And that's
1: something that's not talked about a lot anymore. You know, it seemed like for a season there was a really Mm -hmm. pro-adoption, pro-foster care movement. I, I don't hear that much anymore. And we need to talk about it more.
2: Right. And I hope that we recognize and we're going to have them stand in our congregation. There are yeah. so many families that right. have that have done that. Right. I am not cut out to do that. I, I don't yeah. think I could do it. Yeah. But there are families that say, we want to we want to, we're pro-life. We want to foster, we want to adopt. And so we're going to honor those. Um, Of course, we're going to talk to, um, you know, Monica who had a a teenage um, unwed pregnancy and she chose to keep that baby. But we're also going to talk about the the fact that some people don't, they either give their baby up for adoption or, or they choose abortion. And then we are left to deal with all the aftermath of that. And so I think you're going to hit on a lot of things. We
1: are because I I hear critics will say to me, all you care about is the baby in the womb. Now I do care about the baby in the womb. It's a driving passion, but I think we should be completely pro-life. Absolutely. And you know, I think of some of our friends right now that are older, they're Mm -hmm. struggling, Mm -hmm. their health has been up and has been down. And I know there's times they get really discouraged and they wonder do I want to keep on keeping on? Mm-hmm. Their life matters. It Their does. life has incredible value. You know, Some of them have served our country in the military, and
2: they need an advocate. Yes. They need an advocate yes. to, to speak for them. I, I, go, go ahead. ahead. No. no.
1: I look at our special friends ministry. <laughs> yeah, I was just
2: going to say that. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: and, you know, Iceland came out. I don't know that people even track with this or not, <laughs> but Iceland came out, and they said they have eradicated Down syndrome. Do hmm. You know how they've eradicated Down like killing syndrome people every have... baby must Aww. be aborted Aww. if the whatever the the prenatal right. tests show Aww. that there's Down syndrome Oh how sad um, every life matters <laughs> Absolutely you know? and we're
2: going to talk about our special friends ministry. Yeah. What I love about our special friends ministry is that they have a prime location <laughs> in a prime hour. On Sunday, my mom taught special education for many years at at the church I grew up and she did not have a prime location. Let me tell you, they put her in a tiny room where you could barely get to it with no help. And she did that for years. And I love that we've given our special friends a place where they can gather, but it's more than just that hour. They are an integral part of our congregation, right? and they're right. in the building a lot. Yep. I mean, some yep. of them are hanging out during the week yep. while mom is at work, and yep. they're a part of us.
1: Right, right.
2: They're a part of us, yeah. and they should be.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that helps us develop this really worldview right. that every life matters. Life you know? affirming. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. scripture that comes to mind is in the very first chapter in the Bible mm-hmm. where uh, we read in the, the creation account that... Mankind was created mm-hmm. in the image of God. Yes. You know, we call yeah. that the Imago yeah. Dei. And just think uh, it's a great opportunity to declare that message. So and,
2: when I think about Iceland and the <laughs> fact that they are aborting babies that have Down syndrome, how does that fit in with that worldview? I mean, is that, a, is, is a, a child who has a, a handicap or something, how does that reflect God? God yeah. does not have that, right. but somehow
4: yeah. it
2: does. I mean, yeah. how many Down Syndrome children have you seen that are so loving, oh. compassionate, yeah. warm? Yeah. So they may not have yeah. all the mental. Comp- yeah. Capabilities, but they have so much more yeah. emotionally that I think yeah. they're connected to God and well, they are His image.
1: You know, one of the things that frustrates me is y- you hear these stories of the the prenatal tests and the predictors, and they're saying you, mm-hmm. you need to abort, and a lot of times Christians are saying, "No, we're not going to," mm-hmm. and then the baby's born and it's a healthy baby mm-hmm. boy or a healthy mm-hmm. baby girl, and mm-hmm. so um, I, I just I, I think it really is a mm-hmm. worldview thing, and we we have become a society of comfort. Mm -hmm. a society of best-case scenario and I think the idea that I would look at Deidre or I would look at Hannah mm-hmm. or I would look at Wade, mm-hmm. you know, or I would look at, at others that mm-hmm. are part of our special friends ministry mm-hmm. and say, you know, our world would be better if they just were not here.
2: No way. The parents'
1: lives would be better <laughs> no if they way. were just not here. I mean, that's an abomination to think that in my, in my mind. Absolutely. You know?
2: And it, it's no different than a physical, like like my sister was born with cystic fibrosis. They, right. they probably have those predictors now. Would we would my parents have been right to say, oh, let's abort her? I mean, it was a lifetime of difficulty and her life ended early, but she was so impactful and so loved and she loved us. And so just because you don't have a perfect situation and a perfect family doesn't mean that God doesn't Want it and can't right. use it.
1: Right. So, last thing I'd say is that I want to really challenge the churches and specifically the church leaders. Even if you just announced that today is Sanctity right. of Human Life Sunday, I, I think it's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. us to speak. A lot of people don't want to do it because they say, Well, I've got people in my church that are pro abortion. They're going to be offended. It, it's okay, I think, to offend people. You know, I, I read the Bible and there's times I read, I, I'm offended initially, but what it is, mm-hmm. it's the Holy Spirit <laughs> saying to me, <laughs> right. Taylor, get your act in order, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah. just, if, if you need suggestions, if you need resources, reach out to me. We're going to have on, uh, after the break, which we're getting ready to go to, Mariah Hansen and Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. They have a plethora of resources that are available mm-hmm. for church leaders, mm-hmm. and I just think it's a great opportunity. Let's make the most of Absolutely. that opportunity. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll hear from these two special ladies from the Women's Care Clinic. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Wednesday, January 17. We'll be right back.
5: PC
0: Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion plus regular alignments just make you feel better come get acquainted today Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville also in Hoopston Westville and Watsika Make an appointment today at robcairo.com.
1: That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot You're listening to Direct Line on 1490
2: WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg, and we are here on this chilly morning, and joining us is Mariah Hansen and Kathy Griffiths from the Women's Care Click. Is that Is that right? It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I can never remember how to say it. Casey Griffith. Casey, you got it. We're so glad (laughs) that you're here. We just got finished talking in our last segment about Sanctity of Human Life Sunday and how um, we think it is such an important observance for churches this Sunday. Do you think it's important? And if you do, why do you believe it's important for churches to really recognize this special Sunday? I'll go ahead
6: and start with you, Mariah. Well, we're excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Um, Yeah, I believe it's so important for churches to celebrate it, Um, churches and individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just telling Casey, I think it's so important, you know, at the beginning of the year, we usually set intentions and we Mm -hmm. set goals for Mm -hmm. the year and how fitting that in January we get to celebrate sanctity of human life Sunday, as we set an intention and a goal Mm -hmm. for the rest of our year and really the rest of our lives to, um, value human life and to do things about Mm -hmm. that. So Mm -hmm. I believe that
1: Casey, why are you passionate about sanctity of human life Sunday and that church Mm -hmm. is getting that word out?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it deserves a whole day. I think it deserves more than that. But mm-hmm. I think it's important that um, pastors, churches, people in the church know that there is a day that we can commemorate life um, because life is so important to God and therefore mm-hmm. should be important to us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that is something that we all can uh, you know, throw our passions into and our energy into and change lives in the process.
1: So one of the things I've learned through the years is that I would say most churches do not do anything with Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, or maybe they have a slide right. you know, on the screen, but to actually speak to that. And j- just talking to some ministry friends, I think there's this fear that you know our culture is so divided on this issue. Many We talked yesterday at our board meeting mm-hmm. that many see it as a political issue. Mm-hmm. I think it's a theological issue, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, what resources would the Women's Care Clinic potentially have if there's a pastor that's listening, there's a church leader that's mm-hmm. listening, and, and they want to lean into it? I know we're yeah. only four days away. What's out there?
6: So we've got a lot Lot of great resources. If you're just starting out and you just want a slide that has some helpful information, we can give you that. We also have really great videos yeah. that you can play on Sunday morning. They're not yeah. too long, about right. two to three minutes, but um, it gives a good... Um, the pathway into talking mm-hmm. about it a little mm-hmm. bit more so if you want that information you can absolutely reach out to me i know it's four days away but i yeah. will give you those resources this morning <laughs> if you want them
1: well and i have a couple of resources not anything as extensive as you have but i would love to share those as yeah. well and you know i think the the opportunity is just to cause people to really think do I have a theology around this issue, you mm-hmm. know, and and, and right. what has developed my perspective on this? I think, in a lot of ways, this issue specifically, kind of the world, the culture has catechized Christians more than Christians have catechized the world in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, mm-hmm. you know. So I yeah. just think it's a great mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was telling Steph off air, um, I've been pretty discouraged since Dobbs, you know, the last nineteen months because, you know, for a lot of us. Um, all of my life I remember Christians talking about overturning Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. And I've told you I didn't think it was ever gonna happen. Right. You know, I just I to yeah. two t- too difficult to even envision, Mm -hmm. and so it did happen, Mm -hmm. but it seems like the culture, at least in our country, has really shifted in a lot of ways where it's really become an issue where people are saying, I may personally be in favor of life, but I think the idea of a state that doesn't offer abortion, I'm not for Mm -hmm. that, and even so-called red states, even Mm -hmm. conservative states Mm -hmm. like Kansas and Ohio, you know, they're really leaning into legislation that is going to allow abortion sometimes, you know, all the way up to birth, right. which I think just is just such a radical position. Mm-hmm. So I've been pretty discouraged. Mm-hmm. Can you talk me off the ledge? Is there <laughs> hope, or or is that just the new normal in America?
6: No, I believe there's hope because I believe that what you just said—we've allowed culture to define this issue, and we've not, as yeah. the church, defined it, and as believers, defined it. And so if I believe that there's always hope, and I think it depends on what we look at, right? If we look yeah. to political leaders and we look to political positions for our hope, yeah. mm-hmm. we'll always be discouraged, yeah. right? But if we look to Jesus and we look to his word and we look to what he promised us, and we have faith in those promises, I think that we have a lot of hope to yeah. hope for. And um, yeah, politics can be really discouraging. And with right. the overturn of Roe versus Wade, we, there was a lot of hope. But I remember we sat in this room and we said, this is when the real w- The real, work the real begins, battle begins, right. That's right. And I think we're living in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: I do too. Yeah. I think it's a great time to be in that fight. And I also think that, um, our worldview matters. Um, you know, there is our lens that we look through. Um, we can choose to look through a lens that will sway us. But when we have a biblical worldview and we, you know, are relying on the word of God rather than the word of the
2: world, um, it can help us, you know, stay strong in the fight too.
3: Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Well, I have a question.
2: You're talking about this battle for life. So winning, losing, what does winning look like? What, (laughs) when we say winning, what is that?
3: That can be like a day to day or even like (laughs) minute to minute (laughs) Sundays. Um, I think it is a long game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it is not getting discouraged. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen for up. From moment Listen to up, moment. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Here's some hope for you, Greg. Yeah. Um, and just um, understanding that God is in it with us. The Holy Spirit is present mm-hmm. in us, and we are um, we have the power to to use that in order to help people see um, the good decisions that they can make in their lives. Mm-hmm. However, it isn't always, we are not always successful mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, in those moments, but we know that God is in it and working in and, and, and us. And so, and I feel that at the
2: clinic every day. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Same thing yeah. with you, Mariah. I mean, is that what winning is? I mean, you're the, the yeah. in charge of this thing here at the clinic. I mean, what's winning?
6: Right. I like? think winning um, looks like everyone who identifies as being pro-life or what we say pro-abundant life right. would walk in compassion and Mm -hmm. understanding Mm -hmm. with every single person that Mm -hmm. they interact with. Um, I know we'll talk about this later, but it's not just the unborn lives. It's every life that we interact with. And I think that that is a win. If we meet those people with compassion Mm -hmm. and care and understanding and we live really radically, right? Mm -hmm. We love the least of these. We love um, the children and the widows and the moms and the babies and the fathers Mm -hmm. really radically as Jesus would. Mm -hmm. I think that is a win. I think that's a good definition of winning. (laughs)
1: So we talked yesterday in our board meeting that, you know, for some people, the term pro-life is a turnoff, even though they're against abortion, because they hear pro-life as being synonymous with a political party Mm -hmm. and and maybe a candidate Mm -hmm. that they are repulsed by. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you continue to push for our board and for our community that we're pro abundant life. How do we get to the point that this issue stops being seen as a political issue and it is primarily a theological issue? And we say to people, Mm -hmm. "You, you can vote however you want to vote. Absolutely. You can support whatever candidate you want to support. It's America. Absolutely. We don't live in Russia. We don't live in China. Right. We don't live in North Korea. Right. But at the end of the day, there is power when you come up and and you declare, mm-hmm. I believe in the Imago Dei, the image of God. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think every life has value. And mm-hmm. even if my key political leaders in the party that I support aren't there. Right. I'm going to be there, right. and I'm not going to apologize for it. How, how, how's that happen? Can that happen?
6: Oh, It's a tough one, right? Because it's become so political. We've right. looked at it as political ideology. And to me, it's it should have never become political mm-hmm. in the right. first place, mm-hmm. right? It's right. a, do I believe in the value of human life? That has nothing to do with politics. It's all theological. And it, I think it goes back to our perspective and um, our worldview, like Casey was saying. And I, I think that's a hard... Um, mountain to overcome yeah but i believe it can be done
1: so i love to preach and teach on this topic and i don't do it a lot but i do it at least once a year sometimes a couple times a year and i think early on in ministry i used to think if i can just have like the perfect lesson or the perfect (laughs) sermon that's going to change a heart and i've learned sermons and lessons they may have impacted people it may be planting and watering seeds but i've never had someone come up and say you know i came into church today pro-abortion and i heard your sermon and now i'm pro-life that's never ever happened not one time but one of the things that i have learned that really turns hearts our stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I know you even have a story. Is I do. that right? That you yep. want to share with I us? I do. Yeah. So.
6: I, th- I thought it was timely to share the story for Sanctity of Human Life Month. Um, But we had a mom come in to Women's Care Clinic. She was meeting with another staff person, not myself. But I went up to the front desk to grab stamps, you know, very simple, grab some stamps. Right. And I overheard her talking at the front desk with her advocate. And she looked at her and she said, I don't know where I would be without you. Hmm. That's That was really sweet. Hmm. And then she paused. And she goes, actually, I don't think I'd be alive right now without you Hmm. and what you guys have done for this place. And I don't think I'd have the two children that I have right Mm. now because of you guys. And I thought it was really timely to share that because we believe absolutely that every person matters. Every life matters. We believe that the baby's life matters. We do. We believe that they have a plan and a purpose. God has a plan and purpose for them. Mm. We also believe that every mother has... Value and God has a plan for her as well. Yeah. So I thought it was is really neat to share that that she looked and she said, "I I wouldn't be here without you guys, yeah. and these two kids wouldn't be here either."
2: Well, don't you think that Satan? I mean, pro- I can't imagine going up to anyone of any political persuasion and saying, "Do you think it's all right to kill kill people? I mean, a baby, a born right. or an, and I can't believe anybody would say, "Oh yeah, kill him." But mm-hmm. Cain and Abel. I mean, this right? goes back as yeah. far as we can go back yeah. right? that. We say we value life, but we don't. I mean, somebody doesn't, somebody takes a life and it has just fallen apart really ever Mm -hmm. since the beginning. And Satan, I think, twists it to Mm -hmm. say, this is a political issue and we, we, we won't get on board because it's political or because of this politician or that politician. But I was telling you yesterday, I think it's much smaller than Mm -hmm. politics. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, I go to a baby shower and I say to this new mom, congratulations and we buy them gifts. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't do that. Whatever Mm. political party you are, you wouldn't do that if you didn't think that baby was valued and loved. And so I think Satan has just twisted things so badly and and makes us think of politics and other things when really it's just getting down to do I look at you and value Mm -hmm. you as a person? Right.
3: And Mariah and I were just talking about that before we came in about how sometimes we make things so complicated yeah. yeah. and it can be so simple as yes. to see the person for who they are in the moment mm-hmm. and help them see that they, uh, they matter because yeah. so many people are so surprised when you look at them and, and see them for who they are mm-hmm. yeah. and,
2: and tell them, you know what, you can do this. Right. right. It sounds yeah. like that lady when you were getting stamps, yeah. maybe yeah. that's what she yeah. was realizing yeah. in that moment. A lot you of, know. yeah, a lot of clients. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, let's dive into the women's care clinic. And we've done this before on direct line, but we have kind of a, a moving audience, and there's probably listening people listening today that have never heard the two of you on. Just give us an overview of what the women's care clinic is and what ministries and services you offer.
3: Sure. So um, we are a nonprofit. Um, we provide free pregnancy testing, free ultrasound to confirm pregnancy. Um, We provide free STD testing. Um, We can help guide when it comes to the treatment piece of that, too, if you become positive for any STD or STI, um, sexually transmitted infections. Um, We help provide education, support. Um, We have a mom's group and a dad's group. Um, to help mentor um, new moms and new dads Mm -hmm. um, in their new journey. Um, Or they may be second-time moms Mm -hmm. and dads, and that's fine, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are there to help provide that education, support. And um, as Mariah said, we strive to help provide pro or um, healthy, abundant life in the community and help provide families in Vermilion County Mm -hmm. with that.
1: And so, Casey, you meet with a lot of clients one-on-one describe maybe a typical woman that walks in to the women's care clinic and sure. the emotions maybe That's that they broad. have it is it
2: is but, <laughs> a typical woman <laughs> well but here's what i want to say
1: i think a lot of times we have this vision that it's 15 16 year old girls which sometimes it is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i would assume sometimes it's not necessarily so j- just help us
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know see yeah, see right, yeah. who's coming to the women's care clinic
3: sure i mean it really is all walks of life i mean yeah. they can be they can be 14, 15. They can be 37 and 42. Mm-hmm. And so um, in the, the I guess, spectrum of what they may be going through can be very broad. Um, there can be immediate crisis mode. Mm-hmm. I cannot do this. I was not prepared for this. I'm right. too young. I don't have a job. I don't even know if dad is going to help me. Mm-hmm. My, I, my mom does not know.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. There
3: can be, I have six children. Mm-hmm. Right. I am almost 40 and Mm -hmm. I am very scared and I am not prepared for this. And I, I was never prepared to have this happen at this stage in my life. Um, It can be, I'm extremely happy. I did plan for this. I've been married for 10 years, and I have been struggling to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, There is just a...
1: Wide spectrum.
3: Very wide spectrum of clients that walk in our door. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And and I know that, you know, our goal is we want people to choose life, obviously. But not everybody does choose life. Mariah... When you minister to someone and they make the decision to have an abortion, like, are they cut off? Are you done with them? How's that work? Absolutely
6: not. Yeah. So we have women that come through that do choose abortion or maybe they've had abortions in their past. And we always tell them, you're always welcome back. Um, We love you. We're here for you. Um, what, what can we do to help you heal from this? Mm -hmm. And so we have, um, post abortive healing options. And then we also just have somebody who is starting a eight week class, Mm -hmm. um, not really a class, but a group Mm -hmm. to talk through with other women, how they can heal, whether Mm -hmm. it's been five years, 50 years, um, yeah, that we can offer healing through
1: the Lord. So I have a really good friend from my previous ministry in Clinton that, have just developed a, a deep understanding through her journey, which yeah. was she got pregnant mm-hmm. in college, mm-hmm. decided to have an abortion, didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for a couple decades, it was yeah. like her husband found out, but nobody else knew. Yeah and she really felt called like five years ago i gotta start telling the story Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i've learned through that is there's an organization called deeper still Mm -hmm. and they do these gatherings that throughout uh, the year that it's kind of a retreat for post-abortive women and men Mm -hmm. but one of the things that's come out of that is it's believed that in most congregations between one in four Mm -hmm. and one in three women Mm -hmm. have abortion in their past Mm -hmm. you know and so it's just a reminder Mm -hmm. We have to live out at our church. We say we're a grace place. We got to live that out. You know, and how do you find that balance? Jesus came full of grace and truth.
4: Yeah.
1: What is that balance? Do you think for a guy like me, for someone like Steph, you know, we're trying to influence our congregation week Mm -hmm. in, week out. How do you live in that tension?
6: Yeah, it's such an interesting tension because we we believe that every life is valuable, so we believe that mom is valuable, and then we live in the tension that sometimes they do choose abortion, and they have chosen abortion. And so I think approaching, no matter what you're talking about in any space, whether it's a message about sanctity of human life or a message about grace and mercy, that we live that out, that when a woman comes forward or comes to prayer, whatever it may be, and she says, I've had an abortion, you...
1: Yeah. Give her a hug. You love her. Mm-hmm. You yeah. love her. Yeah. 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 And you, and help you her try walk to find through resources. Healing. Yes. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. We have a woman in our yeah. church that that's her story. Yeah. And she said within the last, I think she's volunteering with you guys. She, now. she said, yeah. I want to help women yes. that have been down the road that I've been down." And yeah. I mean, I think her abortion was 50 years ago, yeah. a long time yeah, ago. absolutely. But she's saying, I don't want to be quiet anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and she I,
3: made a comment that impacted me because she was reaching out to a client and I said, oh, she, you know, I talked to her. I said, you can try again, but I really do hope she calls back. And it was like within a week. Yeah. And she said, it's okay. It took me 40 years. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, absolutely. Perspective. You know, yeah. she has that, you know, personal insight on how long it might take that client, but there's mm-hmm. still hope. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: that congregations might be full of people like that whose worldview back then was be quiet we're not going to talk about this Mm -hmm. nobody's going to know and that was the that was the worldview and that has shifted so i would think that gives you hope greg in the sense that yeah it has shifted in the sense that there are christian women that are saying i want to tell my story and i want to help other people i'm not going to be quiet anymore yeah Yeah. and that is a shift yeah in in
1: thinking well i think we have a positive shift we have to play the long game you that's know, what, yeah. we we yeah. want it quick, yeah. Yeah. and it's oh, yeah. a marathon. It's yeah. not a sprint. It right. is. It is a journey. And you know, I go back to what John Stone Street has been preaching for at least a decade, and he said, you know, the ultimate goal for Christians should not be that abortion's illegal, but that abortion will become unthinkable. And that's a heart thing, you know. Yeah, that's and, totally and you're not going to change hearts. Through legislation, although no. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm for legislation, you're going to change hearts really one person, yeah. maybe one story at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And by living out that we really are, because I think a lot of people look at you all and they're like, it's too good to be true. What do you mean free health care? Right. You know, what do you mean you're going to love people? Whatever right. decision they're going right. to We got to live it out. Yeah. week we in, do. week out. Month in, month out? Yep, yeah. Year in, minute year in. Minute by minute. That's yep, right. We do Well, hey, let's go to break. I want to spend a little bit of time talking about 2023 because there were just some real victories for the mm-hmm. Women's Care Clinic, and I want to plant some seeds looking ahead to celebration and walk for life. You're listening to Direct Line. It is Wednesday, January 17, Greg and Steph with Casey Griffiths and Mariah Hansen from the Women's Care Clinic, and we'll be right back after this.
4: You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers.
5: pc
0: robinson chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care robinson chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion plus regular alignments just make you feel better come get acquainted today robinson chiropractic is located at the corner of vermilion and poland road in danville also in hoopston westville and watsika Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Wednesday, January 17. Greg and Steph with Mariah Hansen and Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Steph, uh, we're coming up on four full years of Direct Line. Could not do it without some awesome sponsors who are we saying thank you to yeah
2: Donna and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home the team at Hans Tankwash Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley
1: so you know this time a year ago we were pretty concerned from a financial standpoint with the women's care we clinic. were you know I yeah. can remember I think it was the February board meeting or maybe the March we were just really nervous mm-hmm. and had an unbelievable celebration at we Crossroads did. Christian Church yeah Had a great steps for life. Mr. Paul D'Armond was a fundraising machine. And then had a great end of year giving drive. And um, just give us the highlights real quick.
6: Yeah. So 2023 in January, we were worried. I mean, we can't do what we do without Uh, finances, Mm -hmm. and we do offer free services Mm -hmm. to our community, which Mm -hmm. is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, But preparing for celebration, we were excited because we had the most RSVPs that we ever had Mm. to a celebration. Mm -hmm. We had over 400 people attend that That room was packed. Mm -hmm. Packed. Yeah. You couldn't move much in that room. Um, So we're doing that again this year. We're really excited for that. We'll talk about that in a bit. But then Walk for Life, again, we had hit a slow time in our finances, and we began to feel a little discouraged. And Paul Diarmond, God used Paul Diarmond to raise over $40,000 for a women's care clinic. And and then we saw just God's faithfulness Mm -hmm. come through at the end of the year with um, $49,000 through just generous donations, right? It's people that are listening. It's people in our community Mm -hmm. that believe that, you know, we do good work and that they, you know... They can't be there to do the work, but by giving, they are right. there and they're a part of. And what money's we do. still flowing in, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yes. that's great. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just a reminder we need to support our parachurch ministries in yeah. this community. And you know, there's no government funding that right. takes place, and right. it's really up to individuals and churches and businesses. Yeah. If someone's listening, they want more info about the women's care clinic. Maybe they want to come check it out in person. What's the best way they can get connected with you, too?
6: The best way would be to call our office at two one seven four. 310987 or shoot us an email it's really easy to remember yeah. info@ at DanvilleWCC.org, okay i get those emails and i can get you connected with nice. um, ways to get connected if you want to volunteer or give financially
1: and you know we've been in the new building almost exactly four years like yeah. right now right I think, now right? four yeah. years
6: as of this month. and i don't
1: were you there the day mm-hmm. of the open it house was so cold that it day. was one <laughs> of the <cold> yes. <laughs> i mean it so so reminded cold. me of this yes. time yes. Yes. but that lobby yeah. i mean that's before COVID, of course but right. i mean we are like packed right. in there like sardines <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know and it was yeah. just a, a really yeah. neat day and yeah. just how god has blessed this ministry is really awesome. Give us a look ahead to what we can expect Mm -hmm. in 2024.
6: So be on the lookout for our celebration. That'll be April 26th. That's a Friday evening, and we're doing it at Crossroads again. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about that. Um, if you haven't heard Paul speak, he will be speaking oh, there, yes. and, yeah. and, uh, and we gonna hear his mom too. I I don't Maybe, know. Maybe I would we'll love. To yeah, hear yeah, it would be amazing Marilee. to hear. She's her. amazing. Yeah. Woman. They have a powerful yeah. story, yeah. and we've got some really neat client stories that mm-hmm. we'll share. Yeah. and you get to see the impact mm-hmm. firsthand. Yeah. what what you've done, what our supporters have done mm-hmm. over the last year, really. Um, and then we have walk for life that's happening on september 21st in temple yeah, plaza yeah so we're excited
1: and yes. i love temple plaza i yeah. love downtown i was out of town last year i'll make sure i'm in town this year yeah, <laughs> yeah. just a great opportunity well thank you all for all that thank you do you. thanks for your yes. hard work and yes. again um i just i love the ministry of the women's care clinic i'm thankful thank that this week is sanctity of human life sunday it's really sanctity of human life month, month. quite yeah. honestly yeah. and again reach out to these ladies at the women's care clinic if you want more information reach out to me or steph We'd be glad to point you in the right direction. A couple things happening at Second Church that I want to highlight. We are hosting a women's conference Mm -hmm. in a week and a half, and it's not too late to sign up. I think it might be too late to get a T-shirt, but it's just a great opportunity. I think women, encouraging women is always a positive thing. So I don't have the sign-up information in front of me right now, but just call Second Church at 217-442-7306. You can ask for Kim or Tanya. Uh, We'll get you pointed in the right direction but that is January 26 and 27. Uh, We talked about this Sunday, the sanctity of human life Sunday. Um, It's going to be a great day. I don't think we teased the song, that's gonna end the service but um, it's a song that really changed my life my perspective in a lot of ways just I, I am adopted and I think if I'm being honest I went through a lot of my years with kind of a quiet silent resentment you know and uh, I was wrong for that and I think it would leak out from time to time and is actually this song that really kind of changed my perspective I was able to share my story for the the newsletter yeah. in January and you know thinking logically through it my birth mother gave me the gift of life twice you know she blessed me with life you know she didn't choose abortion and then she had the the courage to give me up for adoption and you know my life trajectory was forever changed so really excited about that and i know it's a hard song so thanks for making it happen you're welcome good stuff Well, hey, it's been a great morning on Direct Line, and I hope you will continue to join us on Wednesday mornings at 8 o'clock on 1490 AM. We try to do a good news segment every week, and the good news segment is – live stream worship and the Mm. blessing of online Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can't tell you the number of people that said there was no way i was getting out sunday morning when it was minus six but we were so blessed to be able to have that opportunity to still stay connected with Mm -hmm. our church and i mean our numbers were just off the charts and so um I love that we're back together. I love that people, mm-hmm. and I tell people all the time, mm-hmm. be together. But yeah, on Sundays yeah. like that, I was home. it's nice to be <laughs> on your couch. I, I was home. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening, my friends. We will see you next week this Sunday, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Make the most of it. Bye-bye.